We have this incessant need to be perfectly equipped and ready before we'll feel or do anything in life a lot of the times. Like before filming this, I wanted to start off with the right thing to say. And I just was sitting here for like three minutes with the camera recording and nothing was happening. I wouldn't give myself permission to just begin it without knowing exactly what I think is gonna be the best thing to do or say. In life in general, I think that we have a tendency to put off doing things or feeling good or feeling content even. You know, we push it off to the future when we've achieved one thing or the other. Sure enough, you find as time passes, you carry that same mindset with you. So even when you do get to the place that you thought that you would feel good, then you've just kind of pushed the mark further on. We don't give ourselves permission to recognize our own beauty or our own intelligence until we've acquired and accumulated a certain amount of likes on a social media post. And sure enough, you can get all of the likes that you thought you could ever need, but then you decide, oh, I want more. You know, if you're into the stock market and things like that, you know, you can check the charts every day and you'll get a little hit when you see it. But ultimately, it's never gonna be high enough for you. <laughs> you know, it could go to the moon and then you'd be looking for a different solar system. If you're unwell, or if you're not happy with where you are in life, you might decide when I'm better, then I'll feel, I'll feel good and I'll give myself permission to, to live again. Or when I move city, then I'll feel better. And I mean, I've done a handful of things that I thought would make me feel better only to find myself perpetuating that state of misery that I was in. When you allow things such as your bank account or the stock market or your Facebook likes and Instagram followers, if you allow all of those things to be the determining factors in how you feel about your health and wealth and your, you know, your self-worth, right? If you allow these external factors to be the determining factors in how you feel about yourself, then you're effectively just outsourcing this perfection and this joy. So you're projecting it onto these various things. You're projecting it onto, you know, the pretty boy or girl that you fancy, or you're projecting it onto, you know, your financial goals or the dream location that you want to live or whatever. And so long as you're doing this, you'll probably find that when you arrive at these goals or places that you're probably still going to feel the same way because these places are wonderful and that's all great, but you're projecting your sense of well-being onto all of these things. So you determine that you are not going to feel well, that you're not going to be content and happy unless you have these things, which means that your contentment is conditional. And so long as it is conditional, it will always be conditional. So whether or not you have all of these things, there is going to always be another condition that you find that you want in order to feel good. So you don't need to wait until you achieve and acquire all of these things in order to feel good. 
And you might wonder, well, I can't imagine how I could ever feel good if I didn't have any of these things. Well, I understand that and I empathize with that and I feel like that a lot of the time. A practice that I've been using, that I've been utilizing, it's quite cliche, you might say, but I have a little notebook and I do my best at the end of the day to effectively count my blessings or recognize the things that went right today, the things that made my day better, you know, the things that give me that like warm, fuzzy feeling. And so I'll just write stuff down in my notebook. And when you actually take just like 30 seconds to acknowledge the things in your life that you did enjoy, you know, such as like a text message from a friend or a cup of tea that you had, or the fact that you have a roof over your head, the fact that you could go to the supermarket and you could buy the bananas that you wanted. All of these things are propelling you into a vibration of appreciation and gratitude. And it's in this vibration, in this space, that you start to cultivate that sense of well-being from within. And you no longer feel the need to continue projecting it onto things that you don't have at the moment. And that's not to say that you're not going to go to a new location or that you're not going to increase your financial earnings or that the stock market's not going to go in the direction you want. All of these things could happen and that's all great. But when you recognize the things that you currently do have and you always have something, if you're alive and breathing, you have something. The last thing you will ever have is your breath. And if that's all you have, you still have that breath. And that's all we need is just one thing to recognize and to appreciate. And from this mindset, from this headspace where you are truly receiving what it is that life has put in front of you, that you have the capacity to actually embrace and honor yourself as you are where you are without feeling the need to be somewhere else, to be someone else, to be appreciated or be perceived in a certain way by certain people, because you can never control those things. The stock market will do what it will do. People will like your photos or they won't like them. People will enjoy your art or they won't. People will smile at you or they'll just walk past you. You can't control those things. You can do your best to influence them, you know, with your conscious action, choice and decisions, but that's all you can do. And, you know, congratulate yourself for doing those things, but also know that things don't have to arrive at the outcome that you ideally would like in order for you to be in a space of contentment, gratitude, appreciation. One thing that's been really big for me lately is the realization that the world that I would like to live in and that I would like to shape and help cultivate, it begins now. It doesn't begin when, you know, some president says it begins or when, you know, circumstances in the world change and, and you know, line up perfectly with my, you know, business plan or agenda. This analytical way of looking at things is very limiting for us. To give an example of what I mean and, and what I've been doing in my life, rather than waiting until I have millions of spare disposable income 
you know, and, and, and when I'm at a point where like, I'm so financially secure and free that, that then I can start, you know, being generous and kind to other people. I'm working with the means that I have. And if that means, you know, giving a small donation here or there toward a, a cause or toward somebody's, you know, venture, then I will do that. I don't have to wait until I'm so financially free in my head that I can just start giving gifts. You know, I can just, I can do that now. Maybe the gifts aren't gonna be like a Ferrari or something like that, but I can give a gift. See, the way it looks outside isn't so important as the intention that is behind the action. I have this thing as a, as a creative person, I, I'm often hesitant to, to share anything unless I have a big audience or, or if I know a lot of people are gonna look at it or listen to it or whatever it is. And with that mindset, nothing will ever come out of me. Like there will never be a creation. Nobody will enjoy it because it's not there to be enjoyed. No one will dislike it either. If I'm to approach, you know, my creative endeavors in this way, I'm robbing myself of the ability to express myself for fear of what other people will say or not say about it. And if everybody did this, there wouldn't be any art in the world. You know, if we all waited until we were billionaires before we gave a random act of kindness, we'd all just be, you know, attacking each other more so than we are now. And is that getting us any closer to whatever your utopian space looks like? You know, I think we all share the common goal of having community and, and connection and, and, and kindness, you know, being prevailing notions in our existence you don't have to wait for other people to be nice to you in order for you to be nice to somebody else if you want more kindness in this world then you lead with kindness and if someone says something horrible to you or does something terrible the reaction isn't to meet them with that same vibration it's to to send them a blessing to see the pain that they're in for their action is only a reflection of their own internal world and for you to neutralize that with a blessing of kindness it's a beautiful thing don't wait until things start changing outside before you start feeling and acting how you want because they're not going to change until you change and as long as you are waiting you're going to be waiting Things don't just change and happen by themselves. You know, it takes a combination of intention and, and action to bring about things in this world. And I know how difficult and challenging it can be, you know, when you're feeling things that you don't want to feel and all you want is for the outside to change to give yourself permission to change and don't worry about getting there because really what i found is that it's about being comfortable with being here and being with the process and you know you could argue that there wherever that is however far down the line it's not even a thing it's just it's going to be here. When it arrives, you will be here. 
you know you're always here you're always here in this moment and that's the only space from which you can create it starts right now don't wait mm. thanks for tuning in i hope you enjoyed it and i look forward to seeing you